You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. Had uh, Uncle Leonard in here yesterday. I've got Anna back today. Yay. The view is much better. No offense, Leonard, but I think you got to agree with me. The view is much better from this side of the table. Oh, that's good news. <laughs> I was looking at that thumbnail, and, and there's a couple comments here about how similar we look, which is just, I don't know if it's just chance or. <laughs> he is your adopted father's brother, right? right. Half brother. Right. So the <laughs> so it's just like okay, you know, and and the truth is we don't. We are this not. Is, this sure. is an odd conversation yeah. suddenly, but we don't know who my real biological father is. So perhaps there's certain people. Was, you know, there's certain people that believe that he could have been there, your biological father. There is father. a theory out there. About there's that. a theory. Yeah. Are you ever like? Do you ever consider doing one of those tests? It was twenty three and me? Yeah. You know, I've thought about it, and but but not really for that. Honestly, it's one of those things that I've just kind of reconciled. Like, uh, I'll just never know who my biological father was, but he wasn't in my life, so what do I care, right? Right. So it's just it's never been one of those things that's really eaten at me. You know, I know who my biological dad is. I still would like to do that <laughs> just because I'm curious to like to know my whole bloodline. I think it'd be I'm fun. So I, mixed. I was looking at it. I went online. It's not that expensive. It's what a hundred bucks or something. Not right? even that. I don't think. Really? Yeah, it's cheap. Um, I want to see. I want to see what my ethnicity is. Well, that's the thing. Like, there's. I'm so mixed. You know. Um, mm -hmm. I know that from my dad's side of the family, uh, his grandfather. And his father was his father was born in Lebanon at the time. It was Syria. It was the mm -hmm. whole thing was one thing. And then they came to Brazil because they were Christians, and you know, yeah, they were persecuted. They were persecuted. But um, it's it's just so fascinating to me because a couple of years ago we were looking at adopting this sibling group of three, mm -hmm. and their dad was. Um, from Eritrea? Eritrea, which used to be part of Ethiopia, Ethiopia, but they split like 30 years ago. Right. And then um, the we started studying because we wanted them to know their, you know, their history. And then there was something about the Tigrid tribe well, the is like the second biggest. Second in, most powerful tribe in right. the country. Right? And I'm like, well, that's pretty close to like Syria. Is there <laughs> some, like, I would love to know. Well, this is what, this is, you know, history. I, I slept through every history class or at least tried to, you know, yeah. and didn't care. And now it's such an important thing. Because, right. Because, uh, you know, there, there was a migration you know, from Africa up into Europe or, or into the Middle East, I guess, in Europe. Yeah. At one time before it was the Middle East in Europe. And, right. and so it's very and possible that you could be African. It could very possibly you be. You could be African. Part, We've been calling you Brazilian all along. Hard African, yeah. <laughs> no, and then from my mom's side of the family, she is French, Spanish. I know there's some Portuguese there. Like, I, I'm such a mix. So I'm just so when curious. So when you get that, any application for virtually anything in the world. Oh, I don't know. And you have to tick a box and say what you are. What do you call yourself? Are Because you, you're, you're not, you're, are you, I'm probably, you're not really Latina. I'm other. You are. <laughs> but I, you, you might be African-American now. It partially. Could, right. And, you know, if you They need more boxes on those forms. It's way more. Like just for me, I need at least five more. <laughs> <laughs> your, your special needs. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I, it's 
in Brazil, we don't have those boxes. So you're just, you're yeah, either Brazilian just, or you're not. I, you I know? think there was a point to it at some point in time, but I, I'm I just sure. don't understand the point now because who's pure anything? You know, like my, my grandfather was born in Norway, mm-hmm. right? And my mm-hmm. grandmother was English. Uh, her dad was born in England, right? Right. Um, so what does that make me, right? Right, right. Like, it makes you white, I think. I'm very white. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny part is I get darker than you when I go in the sun. Yeah, which we... Uh, our and you're guess, the dark-skinned you were, side Our of the guess house. is that you have some Native American in you, or Native... I guess you wouldn't be Native... We did that be Native no, American no, just, in Canada. In Canada, we did, when I left Canada, they were still called Indians. Right. But uh, now I think they're First Nations or... You, know, right. you get in trouble for for calling them Indians. Yeah, like because they could I, be I from India. Do. Yeah, but I mean, when you're, you know, what do you call people from India? Indians, but they're East Indians. East Indians and North American Indians or West Indians, right? Not not I, West Indians because there's the West Indies as well. So oh gosh, that's just so complicated. They're, they're First Nations, <laughs> they're you know whatever you know uh-huh. people that were in, were there before anybody else? Ab- Aboriginals, <laughs> indigenous to that area. Uh, ab- Aboriginals are from Australia. No, that's Aborigines. Oh, gotcha. Aboriginals are, are are Indians. Very complicated. It is. You need a notebook. <laughs> you need a book, yes. a handbook. It's like a whole other language. You can offend somebody, and now you're a racist. Yeah, right? and you don't even yeah. know. I don't know got, what you. I was just trying to. <laughs> I was just trying to tick out. the box on this form <laughs> yes. for a friend. <laughs> yeah, because you are you're kind of reddish skin. You're not truly like white. You want to put me up on the hoist and <laughs> take a look under and see what you can find? No. Yeah, I have no idea. It might be fascinating to find out what's there. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, that wasn't even going to be any. That was that, that has nothing to do with what we were going to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of interesting. It was. It is to me. No, just because truly like you look at Leonard mm-hmm. and you look at you mm-hmm. and you guys look like family. Right. But but but, on but you paper, could argue you're that all not. bald white guys after a certain age all look the same anyway. That's not true. It's true. It's like babies, newborn babies. No, no, <laughs> they only look good. different to the mother. No, no. Then how do they mix them up in the hospital? They don't. <laughs> there was a movie about that. <laughs> and you know, if they made a movie, it's probably happened. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Happens every day. <laughs> I'm sure it has happened, but that's yeah. Not Leonard and I do look similar, but uh, but not, but not just in that picture. I think no, not just in that picture. Really? Yeah, yeah. You look, hmm. you look like you. Your but uh, but he's from uh, he's Strandberg, so he's a Swedish background. My grandfather was Norwegian, and Swedes and Norwegians historically don't like each other. So that's why you guys fight all the time. Maybe we should be fighting more. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be eating his steak. <laughs> he does make good steak, though. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't worry about fighting. <laughs> but don't you think, like, you know, I was born in 1959, so I remember a time when, you know, getting on an airplane was reserved for very, very wealthy people. Everybody mm. else rode the bus or a train, right? Yeah. And uh, Or you drove, and if you drove... Rode the bus to Europe? Right. <laughs> <laughs> bus with fins. But... Uh, but that's how you got around. And, and really, with, when airline deregulation in whatever it was, the 70s, I think it was, uh, you know, made airplane travel a lot more reasonable. And now we travel all around. And then with the internet, you know, we travel all around the world. We've got friends from around the world. You know, this whole tribal thing just really doesn't fit anymore, does it? 
you think? Not in my life. But I, I feel like, you know... I mean, in Brazil, you guys are raised with a whole different idea of that. Like, you're Brazilian. Yeah. And, and in Canada, we don't really say, or when I was there, didn't really say, I'm Canadian. You say, I'm Ukrainian, or I'm Polish. Or, oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of like your ancestry. But then, again, that's only... In my generation, you're only a generation or two removed from right. those immigrants. Right? That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because um, in Brazil, let me let me think. No, I think my father's generation they were more like that. Yeah, because like, they're, they're, because they're not that far removed, right? right? From my generation, no. I, I mean, I mean, when you came to America, a little bit. Yeah, a couple hundred years ago, you come to America, you're Irish, yeah, or Italian. You know, you're you're like like you're in Brazil, very badly, and and now nobody cares, right? right. Like in Brazil, um, if you are from um, if you're a German, mm-hmm. you call you call you them, did everything right. No, you call them alemão. Okay. Oh, okay. But alemão is a nickname that we give. Basically, everybody that has blonde hair, <laughs> you just call that person, hey, Alemo, you oh, know? Really? Oh, yeah. Like, they are not necessarily from Germany. <laughs> you just call them that. But nobody, like, took offense to it. I, I, well, so my, you my, divided more by colors there? My parents said that everything has gotten, like, because I, I, I left over 20 years ago. But mm-hmm. lately, things are more, like, trying to be PC and more, like, here. Um, which nobody really understands why, because nobody took a, like if you're fat, they just call hey gordo, you know, it's your last, it's your nickname, and right. nobody thought oh I, ha-, you know, like nobody took offense to it. It was just like we, a, we just left the egg works, and Crystal said she was allergic to crackers, and and I. <laughs> I'm not writing a letter to anybody. <laughs> we laughed. <laughs> of course, because it's like, it's funny. You know, it's not, it's just saying, hey, curly hair, and you have curly hair. Like, why, right. would, why would you be offended by, <laughs> hey, Baldy? Yeah, you know? Exactly. Like, it, I don't think it's offensive. But I think it's the context. Yeah, yeah. It, of if course. If the wrong if person it's... calls me Baldy, then I've got an issue with that. The whole cracker <laughs> thing has never bothered me because it just doesn't seem like a slang, right? It's nothing I identify with. Crackers. Cracker. It's just like a bad name. Like it's a stupid name, right? It's silly. It's just know. silly. You yeah, know? that's that's how I see it. But yeah, I I see what you mean because in Brazil, um, it, it, I know that with my dad they divided a little bit more about you know their ethnicity. Right. Um, but I think that's getting less and less. Less and as it gets because people are traveling all around the world and like that. It's just you know, are there any pure races left anymore? Well, it's just you know? a lot more common seeing. People of different ethnic ethnic background getting together, having kids, and then those kids with other mixed kids, and then now you—it's that's what I'm saying. Shut that's who, that's who I am. That's I'm why Twenty Three and Me is mix. doing so well, right? <laughs> you, nobody knows who they are anymore. Hey, I got an idea. I want to get rich fast, <laughs> right? Yeah, but I think it's pretty cool. Actually, I I think it's pretty cool. I think that, and plus, I think that. Like, have you seen kids that are mixed? They're so beautiful. Like, I see, I know the the Brazilian like. Uh, I've seen super, a couple ugly ones too. Supermodels, the the Brazilian supermodels, they're all like mix all kinds of ethnicities. If you see a mixed kid that's ugly, can you call him ugly? Or? <laughs> In Brazil or here? <laughs> Is that offensive? <laughs> In Brazil, probably they would. That would be a nickname, and nobody would think anything of it. And it could be because. He they, he was ugly at three years old and now he's thirty and gorgeous. But uh, they they still hold um, on to that nickname. I know you guys do that nickname yes. thing there. Nobody has nobody actually uses a real name. No, everybody's got a nickname. Like 
one of our friends, his nickname was Underwear, and yeah. it still is. What's it? Cueca. Uh, Cueca. Right. Yeah. That's what you call underwear for men. Because there's a funny story about, about him. him like, one embarrassing moment that stays yep. with him for the rest of his life. Apparently, they went camping. He farted and had to ride the back of the pickup truck. And <laughs> there you that go. was it. That's why you 30, never eat beans before a camping 35 trip. years ago. <laughs> They're going to call you underwear for life. <laughs> See? So just different cultures. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Your nickname is Chichi, which in Brazil but it's is T I T I. Right, yeah. it's T I T I. But in but this is the thing. I can't call you that when there's Spanish speaking <laughs> people around because that means boobs, right? Right. And of course you have, you know, you've been gifted. And so of course they think I'm speaking that way to my I've been wife. Gifted don't and I paid for it for it too. <laughs> been gifted with ten thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> and a good oh, surgeon. I was gifted. Oh, she's gifted. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so I can't really call you that name. You know, I gotta watch. I mean, no. There's lots of Spanish speaking people in, in, in Vegas, right? So I, I just can't like I can't call it out on a block or no. But you do it maybe anyway. Maybe four or five women come running, you know? You do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, bouncing. No, 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 I want the, well, actually, you all look pretty good. But <laughs> yeah. I want that one over there. My wife. <laughs> yeah, my wife. Yep. See? Different cultures. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's never, I've, I've never, you know, I was raised, where I was raised, you know, it was either you're white or you're an Indian. And, mm -hmm. and that was it. And that was back in the days when they had, they took kids from the reserve and they forced them into residential schools oh, and gosh. stuff like that. I mean, there was a, there was a residential school like a block away from me, just mm -hmm. up the hill, you mm -hmm. know? And, uh, but that's all there really was, you know, it, it, you didn't ever see African-American people. Where you or, were. Yeah. You didn't yeah. see black people. You didn't see, you know, you saw the, the Chinese guy owned the restaurant, you know, that's, that's or, it. or the laundry man, right? That's all. Right. And, uh, and that was it. So. I was raised with those stereotypes, mm -hmm. you know, and, and watching the civil rights movement on, on television. I was five years old and in 64 and watching that on TV and, you know, thinking that they were going to come marching into my neighborhood and whisk <laughs> us all away, you know, and <laughs> really, yeah, it was scary. You know, you're five right. years old, right. And your parents are all upset about it. And right. But, uh, as I grew older and especially when I got into police work, yeah. Um, uh, any semblance of, prejudice that I ever was raised with mm -hmm. was quickly dissolved away because it's in that job mm -hmm. it's you know it's 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 people that are douchebags and people that are not douchebags and that's basically it and and douchebaggery is you know there's every color shape oh, age, yeah. you know nationality it, it's one of the things that always makes me laugh is when people meet me for the first time and they're like oh you're from brazil oh i have you know my sister's um hairdresser <laughs> she's from brazil you could probably meet and you guys can talk <laughs> and like like we're gonna be best friends you know and get that in canada too like i'm i'm from the the either the west coast i live in vancouver for yeah. a while but i was raised in saskatchewan yeah it's two or three day drive right. to the, you know, to Toronto. Yeah. Right. But you know, Oh, I got a friend in Toronto. His name's Bob. Maybe yeah. you know him. You yeah. Know? Do you know? It's no, like, that, dude, I you understand that our country is, you know, <laughs> it's massive. But, but it, it has always been like, well, your, your friend, the hairdresser, maybe she might not be a good person or I might not like her, you know, like, it's and, not and that's the thing. And that's what I learned, especially in police work that really drove that home is that, 
you know, there's wealthy people that are good church going folks are doing horrible, despicable things. And, you know, and then there's, you know, people that are underprivileged with no money that are doing amazing things. Right. So you judge people based on what they do, not their skin color, how much money they make. And that's what I learned a long time ago. And that's the way I judge people now. Yeah. What do you like? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I really don't care about race and, yeah. To me, I think it's fascinating. I, I like to study cultures, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, um, for example, if you were born in Brazil, we would have a nickname. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I still haven't been given a nickname either. Which is, which is, is good and good, scary at the same time. Good and scary at the same time, right. Because <laughs> either, either they're just not telling me what it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they just sort of distribute it amongst themselves. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, they haven't told me either, so <laughs> they're protecting. Well, I mean, the assumption about Brazil is that all the women are are loose, promiscuous. Really? Yeah, they're all hot, beautiful, and promiscuous. Where did they get that? I think from all the carnival stuff. Because <laughs> there's topless women in carnival, so obviously they'll. They're screw. having sex. Obviously, with they have sex with everybody, right? Because that's what I think. It's so interesting, and, and and I'm not saying that you know. Obviously, there's promiscuous people there, and there's there's non-promiscuous people. Right, there. it's just people, right? <laughs> right, right. And um, I, I, but the difference in our culture is that um, we are not ashamed of our bodies, mm-hmm. but that has nothing to do with sex, having yeah. sex. And I think that's that's what you know other cultures including here um don't understand Mm -hmm. because if you are topless at the beach then you have sex with everybody like that like we don't it makes no sense to us running shoes so right i want to have sex with everybody right right (laughs) clearly you know and which in some cases isn't isn't is is not untrue (laughs) exactly (laughs) but there's no no connection for us you know it's like, You're just not body conscious. Yeah, you know, you go to the beach, you wear a bikini, or and it depends. Like in the south where I'm from, nobody's topless, but they might be wearing something that is kind of the same because it has no coverage. But nobody's topless, mm-hmm. you know. And then you go to Rio, and there's a lot of topless people. Mm-hmm. And then north of Rio, there's you know. So it's depending on the spot. I've been topless there many times myself, <laughs> and nobody said anything. Nobody said a word. It just blended right in. <laughs> Yeah, so oh it's, sure, I get the odd oi, tout de bon, <laughs> but uh, that's it. Yeah, I, you know, so that's that's one thing to me that you know, I uh, I don't see the connection, but it, that's how people perceive it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then um, <clears throat> I think that I I don't know everybody saw Brazilian women as promiscuous. Yeah, sure. Every young teenage Canadian kid dreams. Is of that why you wanted to date me? No, I don't know if I... Did I know you were Brazilian? I think I maybe did. No, I, I liked you because you were nice. And, I am, and, I and, am nice. And I still am nice. I was able to have intelligent conversations with you. That was probably the most fascinating part about you is that... Uh, now, now I'm, I'm hopefully embarrassing you. You're turning a little bit red over there. <laughs> no, but it's, it's your intelligence that really was the most interesting thing to me. Really? Because the reality is, is that I, you know, I, I look at my pictures when I was twenty four, and I look at my pictures now, and you get old. Yes, right. I so if you're same. in there, if you're in there just for somebody with a nice butt and tight skin and a beautiful face, you know, that, trust me, that that you know, ten years forever. from now, it's not going to look. Oh like my that gosh, anymore, my right? my friend's daughter 
is 22, I think. And she tagged me on these pictures of, of me you when you were young? holding her oh, when she right. was born. Joy's like, daughter. Jo- Joy's daughter, yeah. Joy. And it was like the most beautiful thing. And it just broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting older. I, well, I don't have but a lot. But you're twice of, as old now. What, what ha- right. What happened is I don't have a lot of pictures from that time frame because, um, you know, you don't have your phone pictures. So right. I do have some there. You actually had to take them down and get developed. Right. And they're put away in a box and, right. you know, I'd never go and look at them. And so po- posting them on Facebook and comparing to my new picture, I'm like, oh, I thought I was doing pretty good, but I guess I did get old. <laughs> no, you are. You're, you're still beautiful. And you'll be beautiful till the day you die, you know. I, I look it's, at your mom and dad. Your mom's gorgeous. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. she's, you know, what is she, 70-something, 75, 76? She's 77. Yeah, yeah. So she's, you know, she looks beautiful. And, and yeah. you always will be. But the thing of it is, is what stimulated me most of all was that uh, you were very... You had really good manners. You were very, very polite. You had a gorgeous smile, which you still have that gorgeous smile. And uh, and that you just, I could have a conversation about something with you. And it wasn't, you know, we didn't have to talk about Legos or anything like that. You know, it was, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but you're a very intelligent woman. Oh, thank you. And, uh, and very knowledgeable woman. So conversations with you are very stimulating. You push me. To learn more, study more, and so it's, it's just a continuous thing. And and I've always been fascinated by learning, but I've never been stimulated to learn more since I met you. And wow. I mean, I read now between two and five books a month, every month, and it's so that we can have interesting conversations about things. Thank you. It's true. <laughs> now I am blessed. And, and I mean, the, the 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 packaging obviously is is a blessing, but you know, and I'm very thankful for that. But but if that all changed tomorrow, it wouldn't change one bit how I feel about you. you know? Oh, Terry, thank you. It's true. I'm blushing now. <laughs> and obviously, I know you don't care because when I was at my fattest and covered in psoriasis and all like that, you loved me just as much as you do now, and I'm a stud now. You know. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm joking. No, it's true. Well, to to me, I I came to this realization a long, long, long time ago that um, looks they fade very, very fast, and not yeah. just with age, but with you know day to day. Yeah, just stuff. Conversations. You know, yeah, more things just, you take on, right? We're right. taking on kids. You take on dogs. You got more. So worries, more stress, if there's not a whole lot of substance under that, you know, attraction, physical yeah. attraction, then it you won't last. You know. Right. So, I, for me, that has been the same thing. Like you know, it's the, it's the whole package, right? It's not just one facet. So and to turn that around and drive it home, going back and talking about prejudice, yeah. And you know, there's some. If if I was a, I've been accused of being racist all the time. Really? Yeah, less so now that we've had Jesse. Mm-hmm. But before that, it's hard to accuse you now. <laughs> oh man, I've been accused. You know, I've lost friendships over that. Unfortunately, right. you know, um, because I've been accused of being a racist, and I'm going like, really. You know, yeah. but if you uh, think that's what, who I am, you can be my friend. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, a- anyway, that's a, that's an aside. But, uh, um, you know, I, I, if you if you're just going to limit yourself to your own prejudices, you're going to miss out on some really, really enriching relationships. And I can tell you, you know, 
if my grandmother met you, mm-hmm. you know, the first thing you, what the hell breed is she? You know, that's what, how granny would approach it, right? Right. But that's the thing, you know, because she, she lived was her whole life within old. 25 miles of her house, right? <laughs> right. And so, uh, you know, she didn't understand other cultures and stuff like that. And she just wanted everything. Everything should be the way. Granny's the one that said she didn't. I lived in, in Vancouver, so it was, you know, time zones away. Mm-hmm. And and she could never wrap her mind around, you know, it's five o'clock here. It's six, six o'clock, o'clock there, or seven right. o'clock there, right? And she says, oh, we don't believe in that stuff here. We voted that down here in Tisdale. <laughs> you know, like, How you vote that down? <laughs> it's like, it's the world grammar. It's round and it goes around the sun and, oh my gosh. you know, like that, yeah. right? And it's just. She wanted to be the same time. Should be the same time. The if it's five o'clock in Tisdale, should be five o'clock everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, how do you argue with that? No, you right? can't. You can't. You know, so for her, she had plenty of prejudices, right? right. But, uh, uh, and that's just it, you know, somebody like that, you know, would have never gotten to know you. Right. You see what I mean? Right. And, and so you miss out, you miss out on some tremendously enriching experiences and, and relationships. And I love learning about different cultures. You know, there's, mm-hmm. uh, in, in cultures that I'm not accustomed to, there's many things that I dislike about it or that I wouldn't do, mm-hmm. but it's fascinating to know about them and why and how they came about. And if you start to learn the history of something, then you understand that most of those things are for function or for you know, some kind of a purpose to bring a community together or a family together or something like that. And of course you're working with whatever is in that geographical region, you know, foods and stuff like that, music, etc. So it's just fascinating, you know. It's just like we came to the conclusion the other day that you didn't grow up eating spicy food, but then again, right. there's no spices growing in Canada. You no, have in the, the middle of this Canadian potatoes, prairie right. and you know in, in the nineteen in nineteen hundred, you know, right. nobody's growing, you know, chilies or anything <laughs> right, like that. Right. Right. It's potatoes and meat and potatoes yeah. and whatever you grow on the corn farm. Corn and right. whatever you grow on the farm. Like corn is not a vegetable terrain. butter. I had to explain that to you. What is it? Corn it's not a fruit. is a grain. Oh, it's a grain. Yes. Corn in the cob is a grain? Yeah. There, I learned something right here. See, this is that fascinating part about Anna. <laughs> Same with peas. So we call it They're vegetables. not vegetables. They're legumes. Corn, yeah. Peas are legumes. Yeah. Right. So are peanuts. See, when we're sitting at the table, though, mm-hmm. and... Those are your vegetables. Right. 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 Eat so your you, vegetables. Right. Not eat your vegetables, your legumes, and your grains. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not in Saskatchewan. It's either eat your vegetables or get a backhander, they called it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or they'll be hell to pay was the other one. Yeah. 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 So we just call that vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're really not. If you eat those things, you're not gonna be getting your vegetables. No, you're not. You're just getting your legumes, your grains, your <laughs> And that's the thing. I mean, really, until I met you, I never ate Probably. salads, green foods. You know, I never ate a lot of vegetables. That's true. I did, I did enjoy my grains. <laughs> Legumes. Yeah, with a little bit of salt and some butter on there. You know? Boy, I'd be slamming down those grains and legumes. I used to hate salad, remember? Hated salad. Yeah. Hated it. And now? Well, you make those juices now, those smoothies that, yeah. that, that basically literally saved my life. Right. The anti-inflammatory ones. And when I don't have them every day, I really, and, really feel it in my body. And that's so interesting because... Um, Jesse being raised with us. Yeah. Um, on your diet. <laughs> he loves those green juices yeah. that many adults wouldn't even try. 
And, and, and when he does, he goes to school and he has explosive diarrhea. <laughs> no, it's not, no, it's not diarrhea. It's just uh-huh. a whole lot of oh, a cleansing. Clean, like cleansing. <laughs> it's a cleansing. Makes you think of soap bubbles and nice, but it's not. It's, it's, there's no soap bubbles anywhere. It's vile. Yeah. The other day I went you to just pick gotta, him you up. You got to live because he, he, he like, doesn't. The teacher's like, I had to change his outfit. <laughs> well, but imagine that if the juices didn't cleanse you, you were walking around with all that inside you. Right. It's just, I think with him, he just, he likes them so much. Yeah. He drank a lot. He'll of drink his body weight in juices in, in those smoothies. That's probably. <laughs> and, then, and then he goes to school. <laughs> and Nanda sends him to school, pats him on the head, and then runs out the door as fast as she can. That's awful. I hope nobody from that school hears this podcast. <laughs> They're going to organize no, he, a school he, you know what? for you. He used to lot. eat so much as a baby. And then he turned to, and I've I read a, a lot about that, and I was even talking to his teachers about it, but all of a sudden they get real picky about mm-hmm. textures and about chewing, and, you know, they're all over the place because they, they well, want to get done eating and going playing. He used and, to love vegetables and like that, and you can't get him to eat them now. Yeah, like he used to eat an entire avocado every right, day, right. you know, all this sweet potatoes, all like that. And so... Lately, he's been very picky with his food, and he's old enough now. I mean, he's almost two and a half, so he's very decisive. He wants them. You can't force eat them. But when he has those juices, again, I'm not trying to sell juices here, but when he has those things, his skin looks better. He's got more energy. He's All in of a better us. mood. His yeah. blood sugar is more regulated. Not that he needs more energy, but... No, but, uh, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> It's he's more just, of a clean energy, not that yeah, hyper. clean energy, <laughs> except for his pants. <laughs> it's not really clean energy, Anna. I don't know how to break this to you. <laughs> we pay a price for it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, these, these things are great. So I, I started making those green juices for him in the morning. So yeah. he has nutrition before he goes to school. I mean, actually, this morning I made him a, a smoothie mm-hmm. with peanut butter and a banana. And, and he loves that stuff. Cashew milk and protein powder. Because you can't always get him to eat his oatmeal. And he doesn't want to eat his oatmeal and eggs some days. And he doesn't want toast. And... <sighs> He started feeding. He started feeding his food to the dog. No, the dogs sit under his chair, <laughs> and if you're not watching him close, he's rifling off. He's in. He'll yeah. just sort of accidentally drop it. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't want to eat it. Fire it on the, <laughs> the dogs are under there. Ayi, ayi, ayi. Calls Ellie, ayi. Yeah, like like she's starving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dogs are getting fat, and he's getting skinnier, right? <laughs> That's pretty smart of him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's figured that out. <laughs> he's a sharp kid. Well, anyway. But anyway, yeah, I think getting back to the whole prejudice thing, it's, it's just uh, <laughs> all the way back. To all the way back to... But I think you miss out. And I think, you know, no matter who you are, everybody's got prejudices. It doesn't just go one direction. And I think... I think, I think it's the unknown, you know, and it's not just race and like that. We... Like we have prejudices against certain careers and, you know, like there's so many things that we, just because you don't understand it and you don't know, so you. Well, we have prejudices against political parties. We have prejudices sure. against Christians and non-Christians or right. people that smoke pot don't smoke pot. You know, it's, right. it's, 
you know, there's a million different ways that you can sort people out and, and exclude them from your life. But the point is, is, you know, if somebody's open to it, you know, bridge that gap and, and get to know somebody, you're going to learn something and it's going to enrich your life. Mm-hmm. You know? And the other thing is, and you know, like a, a prime example is this, us, the relationship we have with Crystal, Jesse's biological mom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're the foster parents, she's the biological mom, but she's like a daughter to us. She's a, like a family member. Mm-hmm. And it's been, it's made a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. Cause the assumption is we're supposed to hate each other. It's like me and Elaine. Elaine mm-hmm. is my ex-wife. We're supposed right. to hate her guts. She flies in tonight. She'll be staying with us for a few days. She comes out here probably at least once a month for work and she stays with us. And she's like my sister. In fact, right. we started calling her my sister yeah, rather than try to explain the story. Because it's just so much easier because we used to have to, I mean, but, but not I'm for supposed people to, that we know, but people we don't know. Right. Like they go. But I'm supposed to hate her. <laughs> you see, that True. makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense to everybody. I'm supposed yeah. to hate her gut. She's supposed to hate mine. She's got a juicy story. I'm supposed to have a juicy story. And we're supposed to hate each other. And the two yeah. stories are supposed to be different, right? Yeah. We're both victims. Sure. But we don't do that. Yeah. And, and it just, a lot of people can't wrap their minds around it. Right. You know, so we have to be, we, I've, I've heard that we're having a threesome. I've heard all this ridiculous oh, stuff. And it's just, no, Gross. I just don't hate her. You know, we, we, the marriage didn't work out. Yeah. But we found something that does. And I fell in love with her at some point. She fell in love with me at some point. You know, let, let's go back to that and see if we can. And it's great. Right. Her, her boyfriend now is a guy that I knew long before she ever did. Yeah. And he's a great guy. And, and I couldn't so be cool happier. And it's so cool because he has no problem with the whole thing because he's friends with his ex-wife. Right. Right. And, and I just don't see, you know, just open your mind to, yeah. you know, instead of building walls, build bridges. You, you, you're going to be the richer person for it. At least, and at least try, you know, because sometimes you try to well, build some that people bridge. Are receptive. Right. But if they are, and this know. is my point, if right. they are, build a bridge instead of a wall, you're going to be better off for it. And with that, we'll close. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think this could go on and on. Did you have coffee? I did. That's... <laughs> I have... I'm skating as hard as I can to keep up with you. I had a ton of coffee this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for listening. We'll be back. We're going to be back tomorrow, right? Yes, we will. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Good Light Unscripted, the podcast. Have a good night. God bless.